And he will be talking to you here in a few minutes after I give you know all the information that is given. So this is May 16, 2013, and you know we're broadcasting from Columbus, Ohio, with always good news or bad news. And tonight we got a cool show for you. So that's called for good news. And as I said before, it is Strong Tower on BTR tonight. That's my strong man. Strong Tower, co-host, everything you think you want to name him to be, but this is his night, and I hope that you would come on to the radio and socialize with him as he share his art. The question is, do you like art? Now come and join Strong Tower on this discussion and discover what art he makes and what inspires him when he makes it. And in our discussions this evening, we'll be on the subject of who is Chickenfoot Charlie? That's right. Who is he? And the discovery of how art projects are developed by Strong Tower. And the last but in, as we get further into the communication, will be what sports got to do with it. So if you are interested in this particular program, come on to the show right here and make yourself known, okay, and get to know who this artist is and what he does as an artist. Calling at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And after this message, I will be uh, turning the mic over after we come back from our break, and then the introduction will begin with Strong Tower himself. We will be right back.
right, all right. We are back. Four strong towers are our on BTR. I am your host, but the host for this evening is going to be my co-host, Strong Tower, introducing his art the best way that he knows how. I'm hoping that all of you had a chance to look on the little profile as you get on to the show and you see his little art uh, images that I put up about, you know, what the conversation is going to be about this evening. And, you know, and if you don't know where that is, all you do is log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Wendy hyphen Clardy. And if you know the spelling of Clardy and Lardy, Miss Clardy, it is C-L-A-R-D-Y. And you will be logged in and you will see uh, a few, few of the episodes and you should stroll down to Strong, uh, Strong Towers Art Hour on BTR and click on that and you'll be able to see all the images that I put up, you know, for him to do this segment with you. Now, I'm going to uh, turn this uh, mic on over here to Strong Tower and let him go on ahead and shoot from the hip up, dealing with his art. As we said before, if you like art, then discover what Strong Tower does and how he does it and what inspires him to make art, all right? And now it is to introduce our co-host and the artist of the night and tomorrow and any other time. That's the way he is over here, y'all, you know, to discuss about his art. Strong Tower, take it from here. Hey, everybody. How you doing? You know, we have strong power, but I feel like Clark Kent in the telephone booth, you know, <laughs> uh, coming out. But I don't have a case, but uh, <laughs> yes, I, do, y'all. I, I'm really enthusiastic about this opportunity to talk about my life, who I am, who I was, who I hope to be, and who I will be, and, and what's going on with me, and, and what inspires me to do my art and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to start out uh, with who I am. Okay, my artist's name is Chicken Foot Charlie. My real, real birth-given name is Charles Mackey. And if you follow uh, Larry Miss Clardy and Strong Tower anytime, you know who Charles Mackey is. I was incarcerated and we're going through all that stuff. And I'm out here to help those who went and came back into society, those who went and, and, and maybe never have a chance to come back into society but it is some great artists on the other side of the wall who will never see freedom again. Mm-hmm. So who I am, I was born in uh, Dallas, North Carolina in 1950, and uh, I was born to uh, two ministers. My dad was a minister. He's since passed. My, uh, my mom, she has since passed. And I have ministers throughout my family. I was third child of nine children. And uh, I'm what you call a prodigal son. You know, I went out there and did this and I did that. And, but we grew up down south and raised chickens, and the chickens used to chase us for our food, you know, because we was in a small building out there, and, uh, you know, it gets real hot out there, so the parents usually send us outside to eat our food. So going outside, I run into a pack of wild chickens every day, and I don't know whether you're familiar with chickens, but they get pretty big, and if you're a little kid, they look like monsters. So they're chasing me, and I got... Oh, on my left foot, it's a hammer toe. So I wasn't able to run as fast as a lot of kids was. I think I started walking when I was about two years old. And uh, my ankle is still a little weak, you know, if I stand on it a long time. So that's why I am called Chicken Foot Charlie. And part of what happened with those chickens that used to chase me for my food, uh, one day everybody woke up and all the chickens' legs was broke. And guess who got a whipping? I got a weapon. So apparently, I don't remember breaking a chicken's leg, so I just must have went off into some other stone or something. Yeah, you became a Jody <laughs> heiress with chicken, well, huh? Yeah, but you know <laughs> what? <laughs> I never had any trouble eating my dinner from then on out. I believe <laughs> They was broke. The legs was broke. They couldn't get to you. And then I, I wrote a short story called The True Legend of Chicken Foot Charlie and the Crowing Hand. And a lot of, you know, you city slickers out there, you might have some country folk. Y'all might not know that a hen at certain times in their life will crow. And at that time, you know, back then we had a lot of legends and things going on with country country folks. 
if a chicken crows, somebody in your family was soon to pass on. Hmm, interesting. And then my grandmother passed, and she was the mother of 21 children, which she raised by herself. Her name was Grandma Minnie. And that's a little bit of my far past. And after we, we were down south, we moved up to uh, Chicago, Illinois, and I got lost in the city of Chicago at the age of five. My, my, myself and my brother went to the movie. I looked up, and he was gone. He went to the concession stand, but I thought he left me there. So I'm looking around, wondering what I'm going to do. He's gone. Uh, I'm in this dark movie. So I leave the movie, and I try to figure my way back home. We're quite a way from my house in Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City, mm-hmm. at the age of five. So it was like something told me to follow the trees. So I followed the trees because I remember there was a lot of trees around the house, but there was a whole bunch of trees I passed before I made it back home. So I'm just following these trees. And guess what? I'm standing in front of my house, and I get there before my brother did. My brother's on his way back home, and I get back there looking for me, and I guess he figured he's going to just about get killed because mm. he, he lost his baby brother. And when he gets there, I'm standing there with the rest of the family waiting on him, like, you know, like I was responsible for him. Okay. But I just thank, thank God that I was able to make it back home in a large city like Chicago uh, at the age of five. So when you are out there, and you know you got something you got to do. You gonna do it. I don't care. The Lord has something He wants you to do to benefit mankind. You're you're gonna do it. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You know you mentioned about the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, would you refer to yourself now in this time as a prodigal son or one that you know have been redeemed from being a prodigal son? Well. Uh, that that can be a very difficult uh, answer to your question. It can be answered in many ways, just like uh, it's written in the Bible about the prodigal son. He is known as the prodigal son by no other name, you know. And his father in heaven is is, is resemblance of how the Lord will recall those who have left him. So I would say yes, I am still the prodigal son, even though I have come back because I represent that man who left and has came back. And the ring was put on my finger, and a, that robe was put on my shoulders. And some of the robes and the ring that was given to me by the Lord is being manifested through my artwork. Does that answer the question? Kind of. You know, kind of, because, you know, the ring that's on your finger by, you know, God, does that mean that, it, you know, that you would leave his presence anymore to become a prodigal son again? No, I am not going anywhere. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you what it's like out there eating with the pigs, knowing oh. that my father had many pigs, which he, my dad really raised pigs, horses and everything oh, else. Oh, boy. You know. So you know that's some flop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and flop is nasty. It's, it's bitter and, it, it's, and it's sour. And, and, it, and, it, and it doesn't, you know, help you uh, physiologically or, or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you get the freshness of meat and corn and all that from your father, my Ooh. father, which is heaven, and since I know what it's like to be out there, I don't have, I can't compare that to anything that I'm going through right now. Oh, Lord have and, mercy. And I don't wish, I don't mind being called the prodigal son, not because I'm out there, but because I came back. That's yes. what the prodigal yes. son to me represents. Yes. But that lost his way and then found his way back. That's good. Okay? That's good stuff. Oh, well, you thank know, you. I mean, you know, the hearers need to, to really be. Uh, uh, you know, in the know about you, you know, because you're coming out here fresh, you know, yeah. doing your own thing, yeah. you know, and you with your art and mm-hmm. stuff, and they really need to get to know you as the man yes. behind the art and, and what is right, right, and I don't and I don't mind talking about yeah. the ugly parts too. Yeah, that's you know what good. I mean. That's uh, good. Some of us, you know, we we make it look like that our lives are always easy mm-hmm. on the flower bed of ease, mm-hmm. and we never did any wrong. No, when you come honestly to the Lord, which I did concerning myself, my life, yeah. how I behaved, and I came to him, and I, I got on my hands and knees, and I actually crawled in the church mm-hmm. and let him know I'm ready to change my life around, and that's when I met you uh, about 30 days later. You know what, and that, and even though before you met me, the point, mm-hmm. you know, that you came to your senses, mm-hmm. you know, to to have your life redirected, mm-hmm. you know, by way of that sentence or the sentence mm-hmm. that you've given, mm-hmm. you know, what really sets your uh sets your 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 whole mind 
and your spirit mm-hmm. awareness that enhance your art even more, yes. you know, yes. so that God can work with you. Yes. Yes. So tell me something. What's the discovery of, of how your art project works? And, you know, that's one aspect. Mm-hmm. How is, you know, the discovery of your, how well, did you discover I, your artwork? Project? I always knew, even when I was younger, that in some kind of way that I would produce something that would change people's lives. I didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what it was, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't really into art that much mm-hmm. before I was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. But when I was set back in a place where I could just find out and reflect who I was, yeah. you know, introspection, interjection, uh, you know, reflection, right. then I started, you know, really getting in touch with myself. You well, know? Was, it, was it because, was it, was the discovery came as what you are today before you uh, got into the, dis- uh, the incarceration part. You were already in discovery of the, of how of your art. I don't believe that I was ready. I knew I had something great inside of me, something different from any other artist mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, but I wasn't ready for success. I understand. And success is not just in monetary. Right. Where I was just actually ready to just you know relax and enjoy, no matter how long it took. Not in for the money, but for the joy of it and the joy that it would bring to the people that see it. Well, then how did the development of your art come about? Well, how did it develop? Was it while you were... The, the well, when, when I was incarcerated, incarcerated when I was incarcerated, I came upon uh, a lot of things. You know, uh-huh. I got Best to Show out of uh, 600 artists okay. uh, throughout uh, the state of Ohio. I did work for Joe Frazier family, uh-huh. uh, for the Ron Harper family. Uh-huh. Joe Frazier, former heavyweight champion of the world. Uh-huh. Uh, his son, Marvis Frazier, is now a minister. We became pen pals and, okay. and all that kind of stuff, and I did some work and sent that in, and I think it's probably in his gym in Philadelphia right now. I did uh, Joe Frazier and Marvis Frazier in the hands of God. Mm-hmm. I, I do that. Uh, I got that my... That beautiful. Anyway, I wish right. I would have been able to see it back then. Yes, hopefully we can get back in contact with Joe Frazier. If you're out there, I know his son, Marvis Frazier... Yeah, Joe Frazier's gone on, mm-hmm. and Marvis Frazier is a minister, and hopefully maybe some kind of way someone out there can hook us up back together again because we were really, you know, close pen pals. And he, he, we discussed some personal things that was going on in his life, and he shared some things. We had prayer through the, the, the power of the letter, mm-hmm. or the written word. Uh-huh. And uh, I uh, come upon a lot of different things while I was there, uh, concerning my art, and, and as I said, I was best to show up 600 artists, mm-hmm. and uh, this one nun came in to the, to the uh, compound, and they, they saw some of my soap carving, because so, I started carving soap. Oh, okay. and that's and interesting. It kind of yeah. mm-hmm. you, know, you know, that you mentioned it about some of you know, your mm-hmm. soap carving and different things. Yes. What other pieces of art uh, can you do? I mean, of course. Well, we're we going to get to that. Okay, okay, we're going to okay. start. See, I want again. the goodie stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, right. You know, while I was incarcerated, I was carving soap, and they brought in different things that the average uh, inmate don't get when they're there, and they kept it in the safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to the point where I could really do some serious work with that soap carving, and the only tools I had for the soap carving was paper clips. Okay. Okay, so we started selling my soaps, bars of soap, which I did, which was that, uh, praying hands. Right. And then I started doing the faces of Jesus. Well, you know what, that you mentioned that mm-hmm. on this on this episode that mm-hmm. we're talking on right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, I put up a picture oh. where they can see the face of Jesus. Yes. Soap. Carving, yes, I did that back in 1988. Wow, that's yeah. old stuff, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it still applies today. And, and you know, uh, I got out and I took one of my soap carvings, which I call the state of mind. This is this little black man in a squatted position holding a bowl of milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, yeah, and uh, so I decided to do that. And you know, uh, I took it to the Columbus Art League when I got out in 2002, and they put $800 on that bar of soap. If you they know had what? lost it. What'd you say? $800 on the bar of soap, yeah. I mean, well, you know, that's pretty darn good for a bar of soap. Shoot, mm-hmm. bar of soap costs only $3 and some odd cents. And probably back then, 30 years ago, was something you mm-hmm. just said? Yeah. Shoot, it's probably only 25 cents for a bar of soap. That's Who, right. I mean, Irish I ain't never been soap. there. Irish, Irish spring? Soap. Yeah. Okay, well, it might have been maybe a dollar twenty-five. And I want to get into that after our next break. And if there's anyone out there that's interested in calling in and sharing how you feel about what we're talking about, or maybe your uh, your march 
or your your journey to success in art. I'd be glad to uh, talk to you how you apply it to your life. So give us a call at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684, and we'll be right back. Move with you. 
That's right, Ma. That's Lardy, Miss Lardy. That's her little little thing on there too. But you know, I'm hoping that you'll enjoy the show. And if you, um, you know, want to call in and give a shout out, you know, please do and let Strong Tower know that you are there and that you want to talk to him and shoot it, you know, about his art and different things like that. So press one on your keypad. You can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Press 1 on your keypad if you would like to be on the show to talk with Strong Tower on his day of Art Hour. Strong Tower, back to you. Before I get back into my art, I would just like to let everyone know how much I really appreciate Lardy Ms. Clardy giving me this opportunity to, uh, you know, talk about my art because it's more than just a physical, material thing. It's a spiritual mm-hmm. thing. And, I, and I'm sure that all you art lovers out there understand how important it is. You know, you can hear the sirens in the background. This is a big city lifestyle that we're living <laughs> right now. It's not country anymore, and the no. chickens ain't chasing me. And <laughs> since, since we had that economy breakdown, we're going to have to come up with ways to uh, you know, support yes. ourselves. Yes. Yes. You know, I haven't really got into the full blunt of what my artwork is. I'm, you know, really getting out, getting it out here right now. Let you know, see what you think about it. So we really look forward to you calling in and letting us know what's going on. Well, and and, and 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 that you were saying for the opportunity mm-hmm. for you to do this, your time was coming anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of time, and it's a pleasure to have you on the radio, Thank sweetheart, you know, to to show all of your personality. Yes. And it's that time now. Yes. So it's not about, you know, the opportunity. It's that you my right hand man and they need to know more about what's interesting about you. Okay, well thank you. Well, so we're gonna continue with the the, the carving of soap. That was really yeah. it opened doors for me to put the first day I went to uh Chilicopi and uh you know, they normally have a waiting list there, mm-hmm. so you know, I, you know, they push me right, in, you know, forward. A lot of people didn't like it. Uh, I sold more artwork there than anyone. I had like a thousand dollars on my book just carving soap. I, I, I did a whole family, like Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I carved as many as three, or four or five faces of one bar soap. Right, right, right. Uh, I right. did the uh, faces of Jesus, and then, I, and then this one gentleman walked up to me and he said, "You know, is that all you're gonna do with the faces?" Okay. Because I had vowed that I was going to do the thousand faces of Jesus mm, Christ mm, mm, when mm. he was on the cross, different expressions that right. he might have had at the last moment of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people were really enthusiastic about it. So this brother came to me and he said, is that all you're going to do? And I felt kind of offended about it. <laughs> and then I thought about it. I said, you know what? Now is not the time to be concentrating on death. Sure, he, right. He, he, he died so that we might live. So I started carving Butterflies, and that was the most delicate thing I mm-hmm. did. A uh, butterfly on a rose, and then I started carving a dozen roses in the vases. Man, we missed all that and, good and stuff. One, and one of the what roses, I, sent, I sent my work home, and I sent at least 60 bars home. Then when I got back to Columbus, uh, it wasn't, they wasn't taken care of, and they yeah. were crap, they were crumbled up, yeah. and they were destroyed. So that's a lot of history. I still have a few pieces left, which I mentioned. I got uh, the face of Jesus, black Jesus, inside of a wooden Bible, which I, I carved. Mm-hmm. I also have uh, Adam and Eve in the shape of a vase, where they're supporting this vase between them. Their backs are against the vase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also have a couple faces of Jesus in Irish spring soap and an ivory soap. Wow. And let me say, talking about that particular bar soap, I, the guards came in and told me that this one lady, a nun, came to our uh, institution, and she saw the face of Jesus out there in the showcase. Okay. And they wanted to know if I could do a, a bar so for Pope John Paul II. And, uh, you know, he's oh. the Pope before the Pope had just died. Right, okay? right, right. So they called it the Pope Soap. The Pope Soap. Yeah, they brought oh, it. Oh, see now. <laughs> is they tripping for real now? Uh-huh. So oh, I, the Pope Soap. And I was a really... Pope, was you out there listening to this? <laughs> I was really enthusiastic. You know what? A piece of my work might wind up in the Vatican. And to make a long story short, after I called this bar soap with mm-hmm, the face of mm-hmm, Jesus, the mm-hmm. crown of thorns oh, and everything, so everybody loved it. The nun came and picked it up. 
Everybody's watching. I told the guards and him, everybody to look out for these nuns lined up in a line passing gifts to Pope John Paul II mm-hmm. in Italy. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, three months later, uh, you know, I'm wondering what's going on, you know. So I, I go to the people and they say, well, guess what? The Pope didn't get it, but this lady in northern Italy got it. I say, well, hey. You are out there, northern Italy lady. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be good to to see that piece of artwork mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, they said it was an older lady. And I said, well, you know what? I need a letter of application for that. They said, well, they didn't want to put any names down. And guess who's the, the lady they said they gave the soap to. Who did they give it to? Mother Teresa. Oh, Lord. And it, it, I hope she ain't this because show enough. <laughs> Mother Teresa's been gone. She's got to know she won the Nobel Peace Prize oh, and Lord. all that kind of well, stuff. Well, then they still got to have well, the Well, that's key. okay. You know, the Lord will make a way anyhow. So we're going to move right along. And then right after I did that, that particular soap, uh-huh. then it came to me they wanted me to do a soap carving or a portrait for, the, at the time, CEO of the NAACP, Quasi and Pume. I did a I did a portrait of Quasi and Pume uh-huh. on, on the uh, on a giant stamp, uh-huh. and they presented it to him at one of their state meetings, and they sent back a picture of him uh, holding my uh, portrait over his head. So I did that, and I did also some work for State Senator Ryan McClain out of Dayton, Ohio. Uh-huh. I did that. I did her portrait inside of a stone frame I made because I'm a brick mason by trade. Uh-huh. And, uh, so what I did, I did a, a, yeah. a portrait of her in blue, blue or charcoal in white stone. Okay. She came there and she talked to the fellas, you know. And then, so we're going on from that point, some of the things I did when I was there. I also, uh, Lord blessed me to be able to do, uh, make, turn toilet tissue into marble, okay? Yeah. And how I do that is I, I do all the portrait and then overlay it with tissue, and it looks just like marble. And it looks like the figures are looking through marble at one of the pieces that I've done here right. in, our, in our home. And I just thank God for that opportunity that he helps me to uh, be able to take what people throw away. That's why I call my business Skid Row Art Productions, wow. where I yeah. take things that That's people throw time. away and I turn it into treasures that they can pass down to their family. And then, so going on now to what I, I've done since I've been back here in the land of the free and the home of the brave, I, I did some uh, coins of uh, President Obama, and also when he was president in 2008, I did that before he was elected because I knew he was going to be elected president. I also did him as a child with his mother holding him. Maybe many of you have seen that picture of his mother holding him, and he's got his head turned to the right shoulder I did that so um, and then some of the pictures that you see uh, on the screen here if you are looking on the laptop uh, that coin is approximately 20 inches in diameter and uh, I can I can sculpt any coin any size of anyone that I choose to do and I'm thinking about doing one of Hillary Clinton because she's looking like a pretty good prospect coming up too let me also say that uh, after I, I you know kind of chilled out on the coin I, I got into my cane, my my staff, my walking stick. The Lord gave me uh, the uh, the vision to do artwork that you carry. Cause I I saw this guy walking down the street one day and he had a two by four in his hand. And then I saw another guy with a golf club in his hand. I guess they were using that for walking cane. And I said, you know what? We need to have a little bit more class about ourselves as people walking down the street. Let me. It inspired me, you know, because I have dreams, a lot of dreams of playing basketball, and I wasn't much of a basketball player because my lack of ability to jump very high. I guess my vertical is probably about five or six inches, and that's not high enough really to do any good on the basketball court. So I would have these dreams of making these baskets and, and, and jumping real high and, and slam dunking and, 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 you know, just hitting that, that shot from any distance. And I said, well, you know, since I can't do that anymore, and I just love the Lakers. I love the Ohio State basketball players, the team. Uh, I love basketball, I love football, I love sports. And, and so I said, well, you know what? Since I can't actually participate in those sports really good right now, why not represent them in the way that I can represent them? Since I'm a portrait artist and I'm a sculptor, 
I can combine those genres, put them both together, and come up with something. Draw the pictures of my cane and then sculpt them. So, and my, and my staff. And I've had the opportunity to do, because uh, I, you know, I just love the way Kevin Durant played a couple of years ago. I saw him coming up. And so the first basketball cane I did was Kevin Durant. And, you know, he is a prolific scorer. So I said, well, why not do Kevin Durant in a position where he's shooting? And, okay, I said, well, okay, let's do that. And I called my, my staffs and everything that I do as far as the, the basketball players and, and the athletes. I call that uh, fantastics. It's almost like if you think about it, the superheroes, you know, like uh, Captain America and all that. But they are in basketball form. Now, if you're looking at the screen, the first one you see is the long stem road cane. That, that gives it a feminine touch. That's a, uh, uh, Actually, it's a stick purse. You can actually hang little small literary purses on those long stem rose canes. You can actually hang lipstick on them. And they're metal based and they have like a liquid rubber so you're not really uh, have a, a liquid rubber surface so that when it hits the ground it doesn't crack, it doesn't change shape, and it just kind of just rolls over, you know. And it has a good feel when you're carrying it. And I've been really blessed to be able to reproduce uh, whatever, you know, comes to mind, whatever I think of you know, as long as it's above board and, and it can be presented in any any company, children, grandma, I don't get into anything that's not that doesn't have class or, or culture to it. But uh, whatever comes to mind with the help of the good Lord, whether it walks, creeps, crawls, or flies, I can produce it any shape, any size. And but right now I'm working on my my, my staffs and my my uh, paintings because I believe that our heritage comes from uh, our people carrying something in their hands. And uh, I do the uh, family tree in cane form, <clears throat> where you can also, excuse me, <clears throat> you can have your whole family on the stick, the knots, cut the knots out, put the pictures, cut the pictures out, mm -hmm. put the pictures of your family on the knots. You can actually walk down the street with a staff or cane any size, with, with your whole family on it. I call it a, a tree, my tree, family tree. But getting back to my basketball cane, I just love the, the shape. To me, it's an art form. It's, it's like dancing. It's like uh, choreography. Uh -huh. It's jumping. It's acrobatic. It's, it's, it's black people at their, their best form. And right. if you notice that our heritage is speed, it's agility, it's jumping. That's what we come from. So why not be able to represent that in art form that you carry? Okay, so what does sports got to do with that? I mean, how did that come about? How did you come about doing sports games? Well, as I said a little earlier, and uh, I, I've dreamed about, you know what I mean? So that's part of it. When I dream and I see stuff on TV, it's like an artist regurgitates his environment. Mm -hmm. And that means he just pushes out what he sees, what he feels. And I saw all this enthusiasm that the people in the crowds have for the basketball mm -hmm. players. I mean, they just jump up and they just scream and holler. Right. And I, and I don't do all that jumping up, screaming and holler, but when my team comes on on that TV set, I'm right there. Well, you know what, y'all? Um, he's not he's not fibbing with you. He's got all types of art. And as I said earlier today when we were uh, just starting the show, that on the, the the show episode that we're doing right now as we speak when we're live on, you know, the profile of Strong Tower Art Hour, the name of this show, I have put up pictures for you to be able to see all of what he do, from the Obama coin all the way down to the soap carving. He even got different canes that you will be able to see. And uh, if there's any Kobe fans out there, now next couple of weeks from now, because we're going to make sure he does this bi-weekly, you know, where you can come on the show and talk with him. And I will have other pieces of art that will be up to be shown as well. But, you know, for the meantime, this is showing you what he does for, you know, his hobby and what he want to be in the near future for himself as an, a, a known artist to, you know, the world, perhaps, 
you know, but for right now, one step at a time. So if anybody know Kobe that's out there, let Kobe know that there is a cane for him, okay? He Kevin wants Durant. To, and Kevin Durant and LeBron and James. LeBron James, James and 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 that's Whoever right. Doesn't it doesn't make any difference. You will be able to see it on this site yes. that, you know, we are on as we speak. Mm-hmm. And you can get onto that site by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y hyphen Clarity. That is Lardy, Miss Clardy. You can even Google it because it should be even up there on Google. Strong Towers are right. Strong Towers are our. And go in there and open up the page so that you can see this marvelous work that he does. He is excellent in this area, you know. I mean, even when we was uh, away for a while and we was out and about, you know, there's people that would stop him or just stop in their tracks while we're walking down the street. Is that is that Kobe or is this, and and they're driving in their car or they just, you know, I mean, they get, we was at Bob Evans, y'all, and they just like started the paparazzi, you know, uh, clicking up the camera like he was a a famous artist already. And so we have these pics that are up here for you to see what he does. And if you are interested in this type of art and you want to talk or you are artists all together and you just come together and just talk about, you know, the wonderful uh, world of art, you know, call in at this call of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And we're getting ready to take another call, but when we get back, you know, we're going to have some more Strong Tower talking about his art yeah. on his hour. Mm-hmm. All right? So we will be right back. Hope you like the music too.
I'm coming out, y'all. I'm hoping that you are coming out, too, uh, to hear Strong Towers Art Hour on BTR. Um, if you don't know how to call in, call in at this call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. And press number one on your keypad to talk to Strong Tower and commend him on the art that you have seen. And if we don't hear from you this round, perhaps two weeks from now mm -hmm. on this very day, which is on Thursdays at 7 o'clock every two weeks, mm -hmm. you will be able to have the opportunity to, you know, socialize with Strong Tower and talk about arts and crafts and, you know, sports yeah, and you know politics. Right. So, you know, we're going to take it and turn it back on over to Strong Tower uh, to talk about some more of his art, and then we will go into the uh, to the uh, shows that's upcoming. Mm -hmm. Strong Tower is up to you. Well, I'm not going to be on much longer, about five, five, six minutes. Uh, but I would just like to say that the feeling that I get while I'm hearing this art is just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, the reactions that I get the people. It's just unbelievable. The enthusiasm. The people tell me, you know, I've never seen anything like that before. It's a wonderful conversation piece. I never, you know, it's like I'm really coming out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you are coming and out. God has, he is really, yeah. and the main thing about this whole process is I don't care what has happened to you in your life. When you let, it, let all that go and, and just Concentrate on the good things that you do. Concentrate on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Concentrate on that Bible and let it reflect to you in your life. He will give you all the desires of your heart. The people, they just they just compliment me on everything. And, and to me, that's worth more than money to get the satisfaction that I'm making somebody happy, putting a smile on their face. And I know all that other stuff will come later. It's going to come. And I wanted you to know out there, you faithful listeners that have heard and heard me talk about other subject matters, that now, you know, since you've had a chance to see what type of person I am and what I've become uh, and what I'm doing, giving back that, you know, what's wrong with, you know, kind of letting you know what I'm doing with my spare time and, and what I'm doing to make a positive, uh, you know, effect on people in the future and the people that I come in contact with in the present and that it is just so inspirational to me that I get this reaction, you know. I went to Bob Evans one time, and a lady actually asked me for my autograph. It's like cameras just, you know, started clicking from everywhere, and it's just really something completely different. If you're an individual that likes to meet uh, uh, people, you know, in the future, when everything starts rolling for me in this business that I expect to open up in the near future, uh, you, this is what this is something of what you need. I mean, it's just people that wouldn't ordinarily even talk or even think about kicking it with you. When they see you with something in your hand that's different, they like they speak up, you know. Because uh, it used to bother me why people can be in, in McDonald's and they can be in different places and no one really uh, talks to one another. So this this what I'm doing now. It almost evokes a conversation out of people. Oh, I really like that. Or where did you get that at? I've never seen anything like that before. So when I do my work, I always say a prayer. Lord, bless all those that look upon this work, that they see your glory and not mine. And then I just thank him for how he's blessed me and that my that how he's blessed me can be a blessing to someone else. And I would just like to right now give you a little information on my website. It's uh, chickenfootcharlie.wix. That's W-I-X dot com forward slash craft. That's S-K-R-A-P-S. Once again, chickenfootcharlie dot wix. W-I-X dot com forward slash S-K-R-A-P-S. Scrap. Okay? And my uh, Gmail is chickenfootcharlie at gmail dot com. And I thank you so much, and I look forward to talking to you about some of my projects that I'll have finished in two weeks, and I'll let you know what I'm working on. And uh, God bless you.
about his art. And if there's anybody that is out there that wants to have something to say to Chicken Foot Charlie, which is Strong Tower, which is Charles Mackey, boy, how many names is that? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, there's an interesting side to every name he has. So if you're out there and you want to speak to him, please give a call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. And press the number one key on your keypad so that you can call in into the station or the studio where he can speak to you. And we do have a caller as we speak, and we're getting ready to put him on air just a few minutes if we can get in here. And hello, is this 575-3106? You are on the air. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you all doing down there? Well, we uh, are fine. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Las Cruces, New Mexico. Whoa. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> awesome. You know, and I just want to say thank you for yeah, calling in you. on the Lardy Miss Party and Company, and you're talking with Strong Tower, and I'm thank sure you. that you have probably, you know, have seen some of his art. So here he is. Oh yes. Your first caller. Oh. Yeah. What is what is your name, if you don't mind? Um, my name is Ralph, and I met you at uh, down in California here a while back, and I saw oh, one of your my buddy. Your, your team that, that you designed, and and uh, I was calling because uh, I've posted these canes here locally, and uh, we've actually got someone that's interested in, in uh, getting some of those from you. So. If you, after we get off the air, if you can call me back and I can give you the numbers, you can go ahead and contact them. Well, bless your heart. Thank you so much. And we will definitely give you a call. Our, our, our show is just about over. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The Lord saves the best for last. Yes, he did. And we thank you. And what's, <laughs> what's going on there in New Mexico? Well, I'm keeping pretty busy right now. We've got a lot of work going on right now, so... Um, just keeping busy and spending a lot of time with the family. That's about it. We're getting ready for graduation. Well, wonderful. And I will give you a call right after we finish up here. Thank you so much. Sounds good. Nice talking to you all. It's great yes, talking sir. with you, too. Now, we're okay. down to the last little bit here. And to say that in on this Saturday, we will be talking about running your mouth night, y'all, on Saturday at 7 p.m., it's about, it's our business to tell your business, and on that business, we're going to just run our mouth that night. So if you feel like getting up right. your chest, yeah. all right, whether good or bad, yeah. get on the show, don't miss it, call Run Your Mouth Night. Yeah. So with that to say, you know, we don't have a lot of time that's left, but we want to say thank you for, yeah, you know, um, being you. with us and listening to us. We hope to see you in two weeks on Strong Tower's Art Hour yeah. once again. He will be on the show with his art, talking about his art, every two weeks yeah. on Thursday at 7 p.m. Yeah. So we're hoping that you will uh, be with us on each each episode and segment and show that we do. And, you know, and give your participation, say hello or whatever. So until then, we want to say to you, keep your head to the sky and think about good things in your life and understand that we are here to only be an inspiration but a blessing to you. So be blessed. We love you. And God knows, with God will, we will be back. Come and see us Saturday at 7 p.m. Bless you.